Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ayan! Buhay na buhay pa sa ating alaalang ang madidilim at mababait na karanasan ng muscle law na bumaslang ng mayigit kumulang libo-libong mamamayang moro na siyang nagtulak sa marami sa atin na magipaglaban at magbuhis ng buhay. Hindi, hindi namin ito makakalimutan. Kami ay tawas po sa humihilig sa aming mga pinuno at mga political leaders lalong-lalo na sa barn na dinggin at suportahan ang aming panawagan na mahalal sa darating na ikanwebe ng Mayo 2022 at pailoklok sa pagkapangulo si Madam Lene Robredo Takbir! That was at a campaign sortie of Vice President Lenny Robredo in Cotabato in March. The MC was reading a statement crafted by Bangsamoro leaders. It's because when Robredo was in Congress, she co-authored the Bangsamoro Basic Law. In contrast, Ferdinand Marcos Jr., the frontrunner and son of the late dictator, thumbed it down when he was in Congress. He called it unconstitutional. And yet Marcos, in his recent visit to South Cotabato, filled the 8,000-seater stadium to the brim. I'm Trisha Aquino, Puma Podcast. In this episode of Teka Teka, we go back in time to understand why so much remains at stake for the Bangsamoro people in this year's elections. The government and the Moro Islamic Liberation Front had been holding peace talks for 17 long years before the signing of the final peace agreement between the two. It's the Comprehensive Agreement on the Bangsamoro, or CAB. Maraming pinagdaanan ng parehong panig bago nagpirmahan ang dalawa. The MILF's grievances began as early as the colonial period, with wars between the Spanish invaders and the Moro natives in Mindanao. Then, in the time of the Americans, the colonizers put in place various policies that had the effect of, in the words of historians, legalized land grabbing from the Moro communities. Dito na nag-start yung nagtawag natin na influx or massive legalized land grabbing because the American government at the time, the government, they encouraged the people of Luzon and Visayas, they sponsored them to come here in Mindanao and they were given lands. And whose lands were given to them? Basically, the lands of the people of Mindanao, the Bangsamoro and the indigenous people. That was Professor Termizi Abdullah, an expert on Bangsamoro history from the Mindanao State University in Marawi City. He says the dictatorship of Ferdinand Marcos was also particularly harsh to the Bangsamoro people. The communities of the Moros were under assault that time, even before the declaration of martial law in 1972. May mga iga na that time, yung mga Christian militia groups, no, na allegedly they were being supported by the Philippine Constabulary that time. Then mas lalo silang naghirap after the declaration of martial law. No, the Marawi price 
in October 1972, the burning of Olo in 1974, Palimbang Massacre 1974, no? and we can cite many more. Marami pa yan. In 1997, during the time of President Fidel V. Ramos, 57% of families in the region were poor. This region had the highest poverty incidence in the entire country. Compare that, 57% to the poverty incidence in the capital, which was 6%. Fast forward to the 2000s, and we had the all-out war that then-President Joseph Estrada declared against the MILF. The peace process gained traction during the time of President Noy Noy Aquino, but was derailed by the Mamasapano tragedy, 44 police special action force commandos, 18 MILF members, and 7 civilians were killed in that firefight. That was Professor Miriam Coronel Ferrer, the chief peace negotiator of the government. President Rodrigo Duterte, of course, is the first Philippine president from Mindanao. He was supportive of the passage of the Bangsamoro Basic Law from the start. Fast forward to August 2018. Ten days ago, I signed into law the organic law for Bangsamoro region for Muslim Mindanao, which I hope will finally end the decades of conflict that is rooted in the Bangsamoro's fight for self-determination and recognition of their unique identity. May this serve as the final trajectory for the attainment of genuine peace, stability, good governance in Muslim Mindanao. And so, the Bangsamoro Organic Law was finally enacted. And in 2025, the people of Barm will finally be able to elect their own regional officials. They have a parliamentary form of government. But here's the catch. If he or she so wishes, the next president will have the power to replace members of the Bangsamoro Transition Authority, or the BTA, which rules Barm. And that's why so much is at stake for them in this year's elections. For top Moro leader and House Deputy Speaker Mujib Hataman, the choice is clear. Not Marcos. Quote, Minasakar tayo. Maraming napilitang pumulot ng armas sa ngalan ng katarungan. Maraming napilitang lumikas sa mga tahanan. End quote. He went further. Pinakamahalaga sa lahat ng kandidato, si Lenny Robredo ang best chance ng Bangsamoro magtuloy-tuloy ang kapayapaan na tinatamasa natin ngayon. End quote. Hataman had also been instrumental in Robredo's victory in the arm in the 2016 vice presidential race. From the signing of the CAB to the enactment of the BOL to the creation of the Bangsamoro Autonomous Region in Muslim Mindanao, we have come a long way in seeking to build a peaceful and prosperous community with and for our brothers and sisters in the South. The lives of tens of thousands of Filipinos are riding on the success of the BARM. I talked to a member of the Bangsamoro Parliament, Anna Basman. MP Basman is one of the youngest leaders in BARM. Remember that the history of the Bangsamoro is a history of disenfranchisement, displacement, and violence. So kaya naman may mga nag-alsa, kaya naman may mga nag-decide na bumuo at maging miyembro ng mga revolutionary groups is because they themselves felt violence. 
So yung mga injustices na feel from state agents, yun yung naging mukha. So anytime na makakaramdam ulit ng threat of that breaking of confidence, nagkakaroon ng violence. Again, I'm Trisha Aquino, Puma Podcast. This is an excerpt from the Teka Teka Explains episode on the Bangsamoros' journey to lasting peace. This episode of Teka Teka was produced by Kat Ventura and edited by Presh Capistrano. For a fuller picture of the peace process, stay tuned for a new podcast we're creating with Youth Leadership for Democracy, or Youth-Led, a project of the Asia Foundation and the United States Agency for International Development. That's Palangkas ng Bukas on your favorite podcast app. Maraming salamat po. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.